good. Now, um, hello, hello in the Good Company, Company podcast. Uh, I'm so excited for February. Uh, special guest, uh, Jennifer Temple. Thank, uh, welcome. Uh, you are a founder of Purely Ay uh, Ayurveda. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, I can say extremely popular <laughs> TikToker on the subject <laughs> on holistic approach to perimenopause and menopause. And I'm so excited to have you here. Did I miss anything? Welcome, Jennifer. No, no, that was perfect. Thanks. Uh, I'm really happy to be here, Anna. And as people know me, any chance I can get to talk about a more natural approach to perimenopause and menopause is I welcome it because we have been, there's, there's not a lot of options for women. There's, well, we'll get into the questions, but basically there is definitely, definitely a better way to feel during this time of life without all those hormones and medication and supplements. So Yes. And, you know, your audience and your engagement, uh, how many followers you have, uh, it just shows that this information is needed. And there is a huge void of more holistic, more natural approach or mm -hmm. even conversations. Like, let's even start with conversations yeah. uh, in general. Right. Learning about perimenopause and menopause. Um, so let's start from the beginning. Do you mind? No, not at all. My story definitely says a lot about why I do what I do. So, yeah. So, how did it all started? How did you started talking about, uh, you know, Ayurveda? Became a practitioner, and then obviously uh, started talking about the perimenopause and menopause holistic approach. Okay, <laughs> where to begin? <laughs> it's a loaded question. Yeah, no, it's good. So there was a time in my life where I was very imbalanced, like both mentally and physically. I had a lot of hormonal imbalances. I, my skin was all inflamed. I had styes all over my eyes. I had rosacea. Uh, I had psoriasis and eczema, two autoimmune conditions. I couldn't sleep for a number of years. I couldn't digest. I was allergic to food. Like, honestly, oh, I had hot flashes all the time, night sweats. That's just a portion of what was going on with me. And I knew something was wrong. It just kept getting worse and worse. And then my hair started to fall out like in clumps. A lot of hair. I lost half within a year. And then I knew I tried you know, everything. I went to acupuncture, naturopath, doctor, gynecologist, ears, nose, and throat specialists, hypnotherapy. I literally tried everything to get rid of these hormonal symptoms. And then I ended up getting breast cancer. And I, I would never wish that upon anyone. My kids were quite young when I had it. After a year of surgeries and treatments and everything, I didn't know about a holistic approach. I, I came out of that and I just said, I am never going through that again, like ever. So I'm going to find a new way <laughs> to live my life in balance. And I don't know about you, Anna, but when you make a decision with such like intention, like this is what I need to do in my life, something yeah. comes your way to help you. And I had been volunteering at a farmer's market every Saturday, just at the little volunteer booth answering questions. And this woman, she came up to me, just asked some questions. And I was talking with her and she walked away. And I said to the woman that I was working with, 
I need to go talk to that woman. Like, I don't, I need to go find her. Wow. And so I didn't know why. And she said, okay. So I, like a stalker, I walked around the farmer's market looking for this woman and I found her and she turned around. Like she was probably one of the most beautiful women I'd ever seen. And I had no idea how old she was. And she looked at me and I will never forget her eyes. She said, you want to ask me something, don't you? And I said, I do, but I have no idea what. This was just a few months after my, I finished all my surgeries. And she said, go home and look up the word Ayurveda. And I said, oh, I know. I said, oh, okay. I think I've heard of that word. So I'd done some yoga before, but I had no idea what it was. Yeah. I went home being the just like Google researcher for health. I was so just, that's, that was the way I tried to find out information. And literally Anna, within five minutes, I knew I'd found what I was looking for. And then for the next five years, I read every single book I could get my hands on for in Ayurveda, like every single book. And then I knew I had to become a practitioner to actually help other women because the changes I saw in myself were were, I, I don't want to say miracle because I know why they happened, but they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was the start. And here I am years later, um, helping women just, I only work with women between the ages of 40 and 65 um, in my program, just because they need all the help they can get going through menopause. Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing this, uh, this story. I am a, uh, I am just huge believer in situations like this. Like you said, when you ask mm. for help or, or mm. ask a question, even the answer will show up. And what a beautiful, magical story. Wow. Yeah, it's just um, just incredible. Do you, do you mind if I ask how old were you when you first time stop, stump across Ayurveda where this situation happened? Yeah, when I when I met that woman, I was 41. Nice. Yeah, I always uh, am fascinated also with the stories. And, and that's the purpose of what I'm doing to um, kind of share those stories when we later in life, uh, not later, 41 is not later, but it's in our society considered later when we fi- find our passion, yeah. when we achieve this success, especially as a woman, because like you said, I think I love also that you work with women 40 to 65 because I think this is the way uh, age for women where we tend to shy away to hide to you know to become less visible so um um, I love that you know I was just thinking yesterday I heard something that women between the ages of 40 and 65 a lot of them are afraid to be seen right because that word I'm afraid to be seen It's actually really sad when you think about it, but it's very normal to not want to be seen when your body is going through some major, major changes. And if you don't have the tools to know how to balance those symptoms, you're going to feel very isolated. You're going to feel almost embarrassed with the changes in your body. And that is not this, this time of life was always meant to be a transition into something better. Mm-hmm. And very, very women get to experience that aspect of perimenopause and menopause because of all the symptoms. 
Yes. And especially that, you know, nobody's talking about it. I was, uh, you know, preparing for a conversation with you. I was uh, thinking about last, I go every year to do my blood test and I ha I'm working with yeah. just general doctor um, uh, to check my health, to check my body, how are my stats, etc. Yeah. And I was just thinking that nobody talk to me about menopause or peri uh, perimenopause and check on symptoms with me. How do I feel? Or even talk to me like, hey, you are at this age, I'm 45 now. And I already start feeling certain things. Um, and that's, I think that's how I found you. But nobody's even like mentioned it to me, you know? And, you mm -hmm. know, we don't learn it at school. We don't, because it's so far away probably and, and or it's briefly mentioned. And then what, you know, yeah. we are staying without information. So, uh, or education about it. But anyway, just we uh, we have a Ayurvedic doctor, uh, uh, I think last year on the podcast, but just if you don't mind for the uh, somebody who's completely new, a little brief uh, uh, definition, what is Ayurveda? And also what is perimenopause and menopause? Mm, yeah, so three good questions is why we're here. <laughs> so there's so many different definitions of Ayurveda out there, but basically it's a holistic medical practice that helps you to live a symptom-free, pain-free life. You know, there's all these other definitions, but it's how to live a life in balance. It originated in India, but it doesn't mean that just you have to eat food from India. It's a universal practice and it's all back Yeah. And perimenopause and menopause. I don't yeah. even know what is the difference between perimenopause. Probably peri is between before menopause, right? Full menopause. Yeah. So perimenopause is the time of life before actual menopause. So the definition of menopause is you have not had your period for an entire year. So one whole year. I've had women, <laughs> it's funny, they're like 10 months, they haven't had their period and they're getting quite excited because it, they just have two more months to go and it's an official menopause and then they get their period. So peri means before. So perimenopause means that period and it can honestly be from 15 years before menopause, you can have those symptoms. They can start in your 30s, very, very common. A lot of women don't even know that's what's going on. They just think they're anxious and they can't digest food. They can't sleep. They're gaining weight. And it's very confusing when you don't know that perimenopause can start years before your actual period ends. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, when I uh, started reading um, uh, lately about perimenopause and menopause, uh, it it can start uh, really as early as 35 years old right which is yeah which is incredible it did for me you know that's when it started for me the the hot flashes and the hair loss and the sleepless nights and all these things that I hadn't been accustomed to I'd been accustomed to not feeling well that's mm -hmm. a whole nother story just you know feeling anxious and not confident in myself and all those negative self-talk things that a lot of women do. I'd live most of my life with that. So, but it just got worse <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is just incredible. And I'm thinking like what we have to go through life also as a woman and especially, you know, after, 
uh, even thinking about it, like going through through puber, pure, 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 puberty, sorry, uh, you know, I feel like changes in our body are more obvious and more intense than men without, you know, comparison, but they are. And then we have these years of period and giving birth. And then we are, you know, later on presented with perimenopause and menopause. It's just like our power is, is incredible. I know. And this is the thing, though, is we're actually not supposed to feel bad during perimenopause and menopause. We're supposed to feel different. So there's the key difference, right? All those symptoms that women experience, they're very common, but they're not normal. We're actually not supposed to have those symptoms. There's many cultures in the world that don't even know what a hot flash is. So it's very, our society, the way we live is, as you know, <laughs> pretty imbalanced for most of us. Yeah. And that's why our symptoms can be so intense. But we we are supposed to feel different. Our hormones are changing. That's We're not saying they don't. It, but it is more, it's supposed to be more of a time of reflection and inner work so that you can, I always call it your second life. You get to live your second life feeling so grounded and confident and vibrant, but a lot of women don't feel that way. Yeah. Because of those symptoms, right? Because Exactly. Wow, yeah. I didn't even know that those symptoms really should not appear that intensely. And it is because of our lifestyle. Um yeah, and then we go to the doctor and they have symptomatic approach. So they treat treat potentially symptom by symptom, right? They give you something for not sleeping during the night, something for a hot flushes, right? You just said it exactly right, because I have nothing against, you know, the, the Western medical system. I'm alive because of it. I had all those surgeries. And so I'm I'm very grateful for that. But unfortunately, it kind of falls down when it's about preventative measures. Yes. And it's a very symptomatic approach, whereas Ayurveda, my approach is determining the root cause of why you're even having those symptoms in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people will say, well, I'm having those symptoms because I'm in menopause. And what I want women to know is, no, you're not even supposed to have those symptoms in menopause. And this is, this wow. can just be like, what, what do you mean? I'm told so we have honestly, Anna, been programmed as a society and women to think that hot flashes, gaining weight, cranky, moody, not sleeping are symptoms that we have to have. And I don't, you know, my, my program is called how to move through perimenopause and menopause symptom free. And it's not a catch line at all. It's actually what we're supposed to be living as is a, in a symptom free body. And for, for even for myself, I remember thinking when I first heard that symptom free, I remember thinking, how dare they say that? That's, that's impossible. You're just getting women's hopes up. And, but I know now after years of doing this with myself, I have zero symptoms and I share so many stories on my website of women who don't have symptoms either. So I know for a fact that it can be done but it's not an overnight fix. Wow. This is blowing my mind that we like literally, I never, ever heard it. I almost, I always thought that this is just, okay. When you are, you are in menopause, this is the symptoms or perimenopause and they always will be there and you, and they may vary in, in 
in intensity, yeah. but they are the signs of that, but they are not. Oh my God, this is mind blowing. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I feel like my next question is what do you want women to know and men about perimenopause? Menopause? <laughs> I think this will be a good one <laughs> that all the symptoms have nothing almost nothing not, not not nothing to do with it but should not appear really intensely that this is this is the fault of our lifestyle but is there is anything <laughs> anything else yeah no I, i'll expand on that a little bit more because i know a lot of women listening to right listening right now are probably like no absolutely not i was fine before menopause and now i'm not and <clears throat> so my teacher says it in a very good way when our estrogen starts to drop. So estrogen is like this band-aid we have on our bodies. It, it gives us, you know, moisture, glowing skin, more stable moods, better sleeps. When that estrogen starts to drop though, it's like the band-aid was ripped off and all the imbalances that were there mm -hmm. just show up now. The estrogen was kind of like something that was kind of giving it a little buffer or cushion so if you're not living a balanced life before your estrogen drops, you are definitely going to have a lot of symptoms going through perimenopause and menopause. The key here, though, is the word balance. If we come back into balance on all levels, spiritual, emotional, and physical, you have no symptoms. Mm. And this is what Ayurveda is all about. It's all, yeah, I'll say it again, because it's so profound it was for me that we've normalized feeling bad we really have normalized um just feeling tired and sick and exhausted men as well right that's just a normal way when you see someone who's extremely happy and healthy and glowing they look abnormal they really do they look abnormally like that woman that introduced me to Ayurveda. i looked at her i'm like there's something about her. And she was in her late seventies. I never even shared that. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that. And she was so vibrant. Her eyes were lit up. Her skin was glowing. She had energy. She was writing a book. She, you know, there was all these things she was doing. And I realized that there's very few people in our culture that really, I think, What's that saying? Walk the walk, talk, walk the walk, talk, talk. the talk. Talk the talk. talk, talk the walk, walk the talk. Yeah, thank you. And, but we actually are supposed to feel amazing. You know, it's women have been going through menopause for thousands of years. It would make zero sense for just 20 years of our life. We're supposed to feel cranky and awful and sweaty and, and moody and, and hot it doesn't make sense to me and never, it never did. And so when I came across Ayurveda and realized, oh, we're actually not supposed to have all these symptoms. I'm like, okay, that makes sense to me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you know, there's something that you said earlier about this idea of um, having this second life, right? This, this, mm. this menopause process of menopause is this second better almost better, right, part of life. And this is how I personally feel. Like, I feel I was so lost in my 20s. 30s were crazy and finding myself, really, especially yeah. end of 30s. And then now in my 40s, 
I feel like I gained this wisdom. I have this, um, and I'm getting chills now, uh, you know, not all the wisdom, but a lot of from my life, obviously. Yeah. Um, there's so much healing that happened in my life. There's this just beautiful moment of, you know, me feeling more assured or who I am, what I want in life, what bring me joy, what I want to bring to life. You know, and but the funny thing is, for example, even with this podcast, I sometimes have this voice in my head that somebody will be like, oh, my God, she's crazy. She started podcast in her 40s. And it's like, no, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to bring to life. And this is how I feel now. And I feel mm -hmm. more entitled to it than ever again, because I have some of this wisdom. Right. And yeah. this is such a beautiful notion that it's not a midlife crisis as our society, you know, teaches us or or mm -hmm. build us so we don't have this moment of awakening and being like mm -hmm. okay this is what i did but now i want to do something different or i want to look for something right it's so true um a big piece of ayurveda is life purpose right so when you feel that I call it really, I call it Christmas morning feeling like you just can't when you're a kid and you just can't wait to get out of bed and see what's under the tree. That's the way we're supposed to feel every day. <laughs> we don't feel like that every day, but there's a potential to feel like that every day. And when I open my eyes now, the first thing I, I say this every single morning, thank you. That is the first thing that comes out of my, my mouth is thank you. I get another day. I always say to live, to love, to learn. Like those are my words that I get to do again today. And because I have a life purpose now, you know, I know what I'm supposed to do. We're all here. We all have a different gift to share. And in Ayurveda, there's all these different parts of being whole. So it's not just eating the right foods. It's not just having great sleeps. It's not just moving our bodies. Mm -hmm. It's about all these other things you know, having good relationships in our life. And a big piece is having our life purpose. I cannot tell you how many women I've worked with over the years that have changed careers, have started new businesses, because they finally have the energy to follow their life purpose because they're sleeping through the night again, and they're digesting their food, and they're not having hot flashes all day. Mm -hmm. That energy we get from having a life purpose produces 1300 to 1400 chemicals in your body to balance your hormones and to heal your liver and to heal your skin and help you have healthy hair. It cannot be understated just what you're saying of when you are excited to do something. And I think this second life is a perfect perfect opportunity to really step into who you were always always meant to be mm. oh my yeah. god so beautiful I couldn't say, couldn't say it summarize it better um this is really what I what I'm thinking a, a lot about Jennifer that's why you know when I came across you and I read your story and I was like oh wow I just felt so inspired mm -hmm. and and there is and now when I hear like what I always like really felt that this is this is the time and especially you know when we talk about women and you know in 40s and, and later our kids are bigger so we have more time even for it right like if, if we did have kids and and even that part right the mothering of our kids is a lesser responsibility because they are less demanding right and and we have even more more time uh, and energy 
to yeah. do that, right? Oh, that's beautiful. Thanks so much for sharing it. So now my other question doesn't make sense because if the perimenopause <laughs> and menopause should not have the symptoms, we don't yeah. need any support from uh, from family and friends. <laughs> oh, we do. No, I, I can touch yeah. in on that. I definitely touch in on that. Yeah. Um, I think we should create kind of a middle ground here because for a lot of women where they're at right now, they can't even, even fathom not having symptoms. So there has to be a stepping stone in between like that and that, in that place. I needed like many stepping stones to even start to even believe that that was a possibility because of everything I had been through. And when our bodies like betray us that much, like really we lose trust in our bodies when we have all these symptoms and we've tried everything, every diet, every way of eating, um, every supplement, every specialist, and nothing is working, then it's like, you start to panic. It's like, so when you start that panic feeling, you really need to let your family know of what's going on with you and how they can support you. And I, I know for a fact that one of the things that women need at this time of life is less commitments. After I had breast cancer, I, I volunteered in so many different places in my kids school and everywhere. I had to literally write everything down on a piece of paper of what I did in my life for other people. And it was overwhelming when I looked at this piece of paper and I had to pull back some of that time for me and that's not easy for women to do. Most of the women that I work with are lovers and givers and they want to do everything for everyone else. And they put themselves at the very bottom of the priority list. So explaining to your family, especially partners, that you don't want to do as much perhaps anymore, or maybe you do, but you know that you shouldn't because you need more rest, right? Or maybe you need less noise, Maybe you need to go to bed earlier than what your partner actually does because you need more rest during this time of life than maybe he or she does. So there's lots of there's lots of things that need to be out in the open for your partner to understand like, okay, wow, this this is a very challenging time of life. And if you need more rest, you need more quiet time, you know, maybe you need to eat different foods than what your partner's eating to come back into balance. That can be an issue as well. Yeah. Sorry, I teared up a little bit because I literally had these conversations with my husband. I, I thought that I needed more rest and I really was tired for several months uh, because of my healing journey and I that I was, you know, digesting some of the things. I probably that was a part of it too. But I do feel what you're saying. Like I left my corporate world because I don't didn't have capacity to do it anymore. Not only because it wasn't aligned, but yeah. because it was such a commitment that I couldn't give at this point. I needed it back to me, you know, yeah. or to things yeah. I really truly believe. That's that's uh, amazing that you said that. Um, so in our family, I'm not sure if we're going to support it, but my daughter is a. Uh, getting into teenage years and I am in this perimenopause menopause stage so we have alter egos <laughs> so mine is Susan yeah. and mine is Patricia <laughs> and sometimes Susan and Patricia meet <laughs> and <that's laughs> but, you know, I feel like it really helped us because it it elevates this like it it 
make situations less serious. We also know that the, we don't internalize those situations like she doesn't. Yeah. We don't internalize each other because there is a dip, you know, different state of us. At you know, when when things. Oh, yeah, happen. absolutely, so, absolutely. So I, I lately was thinking about that, that that's actually, this is like a great tip that we use, but thank you for, um, for that. Cause I, I think, uh, it's so important to, to people around to understand, right. What, what women are going through and, and any additional help. Okay. So I know your TikToks are incredible. TikTok is just such an amazing platform for you and for sharing those tips, uh, um, and and I love them. And there is like literally hundreds of them for different uh, for different um, symptoms or even different things not related to uh, yeah. perimenopause, menopause, just Ayurvedic tips. Uh, but if you could share kind of five basic key things, key mm. tips, key steps. And I know you have a beautiful free uh, class, uh, which I'm going to link be uh, below. Oh, sure. But is there anything just initially five things you would uh, you could share with us um, for women during this perimenopause menopause time? What is yeah. the key, what are the key you know tips tricks? Yeah, for sure. You know, I could do 50 tips, but I'll keep it I to know. five. <laughs> you, we can do 50 if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the first things, the tips that I'll give will make sense when you realize that in order to have a balanced hormonal system, you have to have a balanced digestive system. So this is Ayurveda, right? All your health stems from good digestion, healthy microbiome, healthy gut lining, and a strong digestion. So if you're someone who's having any gas or bloating or heartburn for some, or you're tired after you eat, that is a direct sign that you're not digesting your food anymore. You're actually not supposed to be bloated or gassy throughout the day. Um, it's fine if it happens once in a while, but what happens is these toxins start to form and they migrate, they accumulate, they aggravate other parts of your body. And that's where the hormonal change um, symptoms really start happening is when these toxins start to aggravate places like your liver, your joints, um, they'll go to your brain, you start feeling brain fog and tired and, mm -hmm. and all and anxious or depressed, everyone, you know, feels it in a different way. So that's why a lot of my starting tips for women are to start healing the digestion so that these toxins can stop the hormonal symptoms. So one tip that I say right off the bat is to switch from drinking cold water or even room temperature water to warm water and for hot water, even for some warm water is so much more supportive to your digestion. It's more detoxifying. And so it's going to reduce the toxic load in your body by drink, um, drinking warm water. It's an adjustment, but um, in the end, you will feel like you actually look forward to drinking that warm water. It feels better in your body. Number two, sleep is the number one foundation of health in Ayurveda. Prioritize sleep. And I say that with a very gentle way because some women aren't sleeping and they're like, I'm trying to sleep. I'm trying to prioritize it. I can't sleep. That's another whole different imbalance. Um, there's two sleep imbalances in Ayurveda difficulty falling asleep and early morning awakenings when you just wake up multiple times and you can't fall back asleep. But prioritizing sleep, meaning 
turn your blue screens off, turn the TV off at least an hour and a half before you go to bed. Have a nighttime routine to get muscle memory to sleep, those types of things. So prioritize it in any way you can. In Ayurveda, you, <laughs> this may sound ludicrous to some women, you want to be asleep by 10 p.m. That's a very special time of night in Ayurveda where between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. your liver starts to detoxify. If you miss those four crucial hours, you it's really hard to feel balanced. So prioritize sleep. Another thing that really, really helped me was I grabbed, do I have a pack here? No, I don't. I was looking at my desk. I grabbed a pack of sticky notes or uh -huh. even just cards and write the word breathe on them and stick them all over your house because most women forget to breathe. They hold their breath. And when there's no flow of energy, our digestion suffers, our mind suffers. So really, really try and remember to take a conscious breath, you know, five seconds in, pause, five seconds out, in through your nose and out through your nose. Yeah. A lot of women will hold their breath while they're typing or while they're doing things or when they're just feeling tense. Breathing is the best way um, to get those hormones more in balance. And I would say another thing, this was a hard one for me. When you are eating, slow down, chew your food, like really make your digestion process easier because if we're not digesting our food, we are literally just creating toxins. Yeah. Wow. And the last thing, it's more of a mindful piece is this is so hard for women. It was, it was one of the hardest things I had to teach myself how to do was start talking nicer to yourself. We are so good at worrying and judging and criticizing and analyzing everything that's wrong with us. We're really good at that as women. We've kind of mastered that skill, most women. Yeah. All those thoughts you're having, those stories that go around and around and around your head, they're just creating chemicals, adrenaline, cortisol that are literally killing you, literally, slowly, and they're imbalancing your hormones. Even if it feels like you can't believe it when you say something like, I love being me. If, if you hear that voice like, no, you don't, just keep saying it over and over again. And really, eventually you're going to feel it and yeah. you're going to notice huge changes in your hormones, in your body, in your mind. You'll just feel so much better. That is the hardest of all those suggestions is to start feeling better towards yourself. Mm-hmm. Which makes completely sense, especially at the time that you feel changes, that you feel, like you said, maybe betrayed by your body, right? And and, and talk to yourself nicely at that point. So that makes complete sense that maybe her, oh, these are great. Thank you so much for sharing, Jennifer. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, okay, I'm just worried that Zoom was kicked out because I think I logged in from different account. <laughs> we started conversation about technology. Oh, this technology. Um, uh, is there is anything, any latest inspiration for you in personal life, in business, uh, any podcast, any books you want to, I always like to share, you know, we learn from each other. If there is anything you, you want to recommend. I would say the best thing that anyone could do would be to start a daily meditation practice, even if it's three minutes a day. Literally, if you tell your body that 
oh, I need to meditate half an hour. Your body may be like, no, I, I don't want to do it. I, I don't want to do it. But if you say, you know, today we're going to meditate for two minutes, there's probably not going to be much resistance. And then you're going to find that you can sit there longer than two minutes. Yes. Meditation is magic for sure. So many, many meditations out there. You know, Deepak Chopra has lots of free meditations on his site. The thing I always recommend, though, is to start for anyone who can't sit there and they feel like they're not meditating properly. Just so you know, there's no good way or bad way to meditate. You just sit every day and you'll notice changes. And we are back. Um, so we were talking about uh, meditation. Uh, uh, how important and uh, um, just uh, what an amazing tool it is. Yeah, it really, of all the things that I've done, it was one thing I resisted in the beginning. And because I honestly believe that no, 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 that's whatever. I don't need to do that. I just need to eat the right foods and then I'll be fine. I tried that. I tried all those other ways. And it wasn't until I started a daily meditation practice that I really started noticing my symptoms going away. Now, <clears throat> it can be overwhelming if you you say, I don't have time. I don't know how to do it. I think a really good place to start if you're kind of on your own is my favorite app to recommend is Insight Timer. It's mm -hmm. just a free meditation app. There's thousands of free meditations and you literally can just put in the time. I have five minutes and there'll be hundreds of meditations under five minutes. You can put in anxiety. You can put in um, fear. You can put in stress. Whatever it is, it, it works. And that's a really good place to start. I think what I would love for women to know that for many women, it's not easy to start a meditation practice. I, when I started, I felt, I describe it sitting in the fire. I didn't want to sit there. I, I was itchy. I was restless. I'd pick away at my pants and be like, oh, there's so much to do. But I forced myself to sit. And I can honestly say that in the last 11 years, I have not missed a day, not even a day where I haven't meditated. And for me not to meditate would feel like I didn't brush my teeth that day. It mm. would feel really weird to me. It's yeah, you such... feel when you don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. And everyone that I've worked with, they, every single person said they never thought how much meditation could have changed their life. Yeah. Yeah. I always say that meditation is one of those tools, like really gold tools we have so accessible to uh, all of us at any time, literally yeah. at any time. Yeah. Uh, to your point, like I am at the same point. Literally, I say that meditation saved my life, literally helped me, you know, yeah. uh, quit my addictions and and um, and just literally saved my life. Uh, and and really, if you don't have a time, it it's that's this just really an excuse because it takes really a minute, couple minutes to sit down, center yourself anywhere. You know, sometimes I meditate in the line at Whole Foods. You know, oh, it's so true. And I think what women are not just women, what people a lot of people are confused about. They think meditation is about your mind has to be quiet. 
And you have to sit down and you have, you to, have sit to have down. an altar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, our, our minds are rarely quiet. I have long stretches of that deep silence now, but that didn't come until years into meditating. And so all those thoughts that are swirling around, that is just part of the process. The definition of meditation is to get to know yourself, mm -hmm. literally to know thyself. And so you become very familiar with the thoughts that you have all day long because they come up in your meditation. And that's where you can start to get rid of those and start to replace them with better feeling thoughts. It's a process, but I think the best project any woman in menopause could take on is getting to know themselves better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what, is, what just came up to me when you were just saying that, that all these tips that you shared with us are mm -hmm. so simple. And somebody <laughs> would say like, if that was that simple, um, yeah, that probably doesn't work because it seems yeah. too simple. But I think the simple things are really not that simple. It's like with meditation, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's so easy, but it's so no simple to pull ourselves from, from this uh, uh, disruptive uh world that we are living in it's so not yeah. simple to have a routine i am fighting it and creating it for myself right now to have yeah. this healthy sleep routine it's not that easy and simple those simple things are not easy right no you you really explained it well because if it were easy we'd all be fine really I wouldn't have a job if everyone could be in balance, right? It's, it's not easy to stay in balance in the pace that this world, you know, lives at. The tips I've given are, you know, they sound simple, but a lot of them like changing your thoughts and changing your sleeping patterns and slowing down to eat. These are very difficult. And I think the key though, is in Ayurveda, the way all those things actually get easier though, is the beauty about Ayurveda. It's very personalized. So when I'm working with someone, I do like a full Ayurvedic analysis. So I'm looking at their tongue, their eyes, their hair, their skin, all of those things. Because when I see someone, I've done thousands and thousands of tongue analysis. When I look at someone's tongue, I'm very quickly able to determine the root cause and what foods they should be eating. And I think this is a big difference with Ayurveda is because it recognizes how beautiful and unique we all are. So foods, say I would recommend to you, Anna, could be similar to someone else. But it could be very, very different than someone else. And we need to remember that we are different. And so a big piece of Ayurveda is making sure you're eating the right foods for your imbalance, what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. That's why Ayurveda kind of is a little bit different than just Googling, you know, what to do, what to eat. We're, we're all so different. Yeah. I love that personalization element because exactly what you're saying, our genetic patterns, our uh, uh, DNA, our lifestyles, uh, so many variables. You know, I always like to say that we are as different as our lines of our fingers in, yeah. in everything in life. Uh, so uh, that's beautiful, this personalization element. Do you do analysis uh, uh, online or only in person? Should I show you my tongue? No. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I love, I, yeah, every tongue is so different. I do full Ayurvedic analysis for women who are in my six month program. 
So that's the beginning. Perfect. Of the so let's see if you can share what what are what is your offering besides besides amazing tips on TikTok, which I'm going to link your account and invite every single person to to follow you. I are they already are several. I know. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. You know, I have to be honest, Anna. For years, I've just been on Facebook and Instagram. And it was suggested to me that I should go on TikTok. And at first I was like, TikTok, I don't know about that. And I'm I'm not kidding you. I've been on TikTok for two months now and well over 100,000 followers in two months. I'm like, oh, that's why I should be here. There's women who really need this message here. And so it was... <laughs> It was a, a big surprise to just see how hungry women were for a natural approach on TikTok. I knew that on Facebook and Instagram. So I am thrilled to be on all three platforms now sharing the information. But as far as just beyond, you know, these yeah. one minute, 90 second little posts that I, I, I'm, I do them every day for women because I know how easy it is to forget how to be healthy, right? We just get so wrapped up in our world. And I want to be there every day just to say, here's a tip, here's a tip. So it's been lots of fun on TikTok for sure. If women want more than just, you know, a minute or two minute TikTok, I do offer a free masterclass. Um, you'll probably link it. It's all in, it's in my bio on TikTok. It's on my website. It's a great class to just kind of learn about the six shifts that we need to make in menopause to feel healthier. And then after women watch that class, this is what always happens. I want more. They want more information than that. So I do have a six month program that women um, can come into. Uh, all the options are there after the master class if um, to book a call just to see if it's a great fit. There's no pressure to join at all. It just, I always say yeah. it has to resonate with someone. My approach is not your typical approach to menopause. You're getting, you know, the full analysis done. We're learning about meditation, breathing, the right food, sleep, an Ayurvedic approach to weight loss. Like there really is, it's a whole six month program. It is not a quick fix. Um, the beauty of the program though, is I always make this joke, you're stuck with me for life because there's support all through the program with myself. And then after the program's done, um, you still continue to meet, um, with me every month so mm -hmm. it's a great program and oh yeah and the other thing that I do have coming up is we were just talking a little bit about this Anna before we started the call is we're talking about your beautiful hair my hair <laughs> <laughs> I know I get asked all the time about my hair and it's hard to believe that that is the case now because as I mentioned at the beginning of the call, there was a period where I lost half of my hair within a year before I had cancer. It was falling out literally in clumps, like in the shower, and I was afraid to even touch it or brush it or anything. And so when I came back into balance with learning everything that I teach other women now, it grew back like more than it even had before I started. And I started to ask my hairdresser to actually thin my hair out. I never thought I'd ask my hairdresser to do that. So because of that, I'm always being asked, like, what do you do with your hair? And so finally, it's taken me years, but finally I've put together, it's called an Ayurvedic guide to healthy hair. Pretty simple. Mm -hmm. I like to keep things simple. And so that is coming out in a few weeks. So we can do a link just to get more information about that. It's 
a guide on everything I eat, everything I put on my hair, what shampoos I use, all these questions that women ask me all the time. And even um, what I do to color my hair, I do color my hair, but it's, you know, 100% organic and natural. And it just makes it feel like so soft. And so all that's in there, I'm really excited to just put it out there. Yeah. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Can't wait. That will be March 1st, but we definitely are going to link uh, your website and newsletter for me, uh, more information. Jennifer, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for sharing all the tips and thank you for amazing work you do and for changing this world for better. You know, I always mm-hmm. say that I invite guests who do that and I'm not afraid to say it because that's what you are doing, you know, even uh, through this conversation for your TikTok and your program. So thank you so very much. Mm-hmm. It was really nice talking with you, Anna. And I appreciate you having me just to be able to share this message so that more women know that there's other ways to feel balanced. And yeah, you clearly are a light. You're doing what you're supposed to do. It just it just emanates from you that you're happy sharing this information. So thank you as well. Thank you so much.